Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens Andersen and I work for Danfoss Cooling. In this Cool Talk podcast, I'm talking to my longtime friend and colleague from the UK, John Broughton. He's been with Danfoss for many years as a technical field service and support manager. He is now a part of the Danfoss Global Application Team and works all over the world with application support. John has got a vast hands-on experience from the years that he has been working with HVAC applications and refrigeration systems of all kinds. Today we'll be talking about the latest version of the Danfoss Optima Plus condensing unit, the PO2 version, with liquid injection and what it can do for us. Hi John. John, we're going to talk about liquid injection today. Uh, Danfoss condensing units series has just got a new addition, the, the PO2. Uh, why and what does it do? Okay, good question. Um, the new PO2 version is uh, an addition to the Optima Plus range of condensing units, and basically the PO2 the PO2 version has a liquid injection functionality built into the unit. Uh, the unit itself still maintains all the existing features, such as the microchannel heat exchanger, electronic controller, access doors, uh, main switch, all the Dan all the Danfoss components inside, etc. Um, but what is special is that this new PO2 version has a preset liquid injection technology uh, that basically monitors and injects liquid when required if the discharge temperature gets above a set point, which is 125 degrees C. Um, so it can be used for uh, R448, 449, which generally have a higher discharge temperature than, for example, R404A. Um, if it uh, is used on 404A, for example, um, or another refrigerant, maybe R452A, um, and the liquid injection is not needed, then it just will not activate. Uh, so it, it doesn't really matter what refrigerant it's used on, it just monitors the discharge temperature. And if the discharge temperature rises above this uh, set point, then we start to inject liquid to cool the discharge temperature back down again. Okay, sounds interesting. Um, but could you tell us a bit more about the, the, the liquid injection itself? How does it work? and how does that benefit and maybe especially where is that of benefit? Mm, okay, uh, another good question. Um, basically, the benefit is that we look after the compressor and we keep the compressor in what I call its happy place. Uh, so we monitor the discharge temperature and as I said, if, we, if that gets a little bit too warm, um, then we inject liquid to cool that back down again. Now, that is beneficial in a couple of ways. One is that uh, if we have, let's say, a very high temperature outside, maybe 43 degrees, then the discharge temperature can rise. Um, if we have an issue with the installation, then maybe the suction superheat is not set correctly. Um, there's an issue with the expansion valve, for example, um, then the discharge temperature can rise and it can rise very, very quickly. Um, 
So with the liquid injection functionality, we are looking after the compressor um, and, and keeping that compressor in what I call its happy place. Uh, so we don't let the discharge temperature rise uncontrollably. Uh, if that were to happen, then we can start and damage the scroll sets of the compressor, which then leads to uh, failure of the compressor eventually. Yeah, I mean, as with the global warming situation at the moment, the general ambient temperature is rising. Uh, and if we have a, a low temperature um, evaporation taking place, let's say in a freezer room, for example, um, and then we have a very high ambient temperature outside, then that does have an effect on the discharge temperature. Um, also, if we think about the refrigerants, as I said, R448, R449, uh, they do have higher discharge temperatures, roughly 20K difference, for example, against R404. So the properties of that refrigerant lead to higher discharge temperatures uh, during op operation. Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's also a, a factor to take into consideration. Um, mm -hmm. If we go a bit more into, say, the... Yeah, let's call the technical details. Uh, if we look at the compressor itself, the, the, the scroll compressor itself, mm -hmm. how does this uh, liquid injection then work? Are there new components uh, on the uh, scroll compressor or how does it work? Well, the uh, scroll compressor used in these units has a port on the side of the compressor and basically that, that feeds into the scroll set. Um, so basically what we're doing is that we monitor the discharge temperature with a PT1000 temperature sensor. Uh, that then feeds into a controller uh, and also connected to that controller is an ETS6 expansion valve, which is a stepper motor expansion valve. And if it's required, if the, if the discharge temperature rises above this uh, set point, then the controller activates this ETS-6 expansion valve, which has a liquid feed uh, off the liquid line of the unit. And then that injects liquid uh, into the scroll set. And obviously we've got a scroll set, which is uh, pretty warm. Um, the liquid that's injected then will flash off, uh, absorb the heat and then cool down the discharge temperature. So basically the, the three components that we've added to the unit. One is the electronic module, uh, one is the temperature sensor, and one is the ETS-6 expansion valve, uh, obviously taking that liquid in into the scroll set. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's slightly uh, modified, so to speak. Yes. Well, it is yeah. modified, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. But does it mean that we have to do anything uh, special when we uh, are commissioning this, this uh uh, condensing units, or how does that work? Let's... Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. The uh, setup and commissioning is as before. Um, the electronic controller is the, uh, the el electronic controller that controls the liquid injection is uh, preset in the factory. So there's the, there's no setting to be done on that uh, module at all that controls the injection function that's all preset uh the only commissioning you would have to do as before with the optima controller would be to set the uh, pump down uh, if you're working on a pump down yes no and the pump down um, set point uh, but as regards the the injection function that is all preset so there's nothing to do with that at all
Okay, so yeah, good. Sounds great. I mean, it's it's sounds pretty automatic. Everything. So yes. That's, yeah. that's Just perfect. Yeah. Okay, uh, John. The last question is: uh, Are there anything else that you want to tell us about the uh, the new Optima Plus PO2? Um, I guess the the main uh, thing to say is that we have updated the instruction leaflet that comes with the condensing unit. There is a page that is dedicated to the injection module uh, that explains how it functions and, and so on. Um, and on there, there's also a page which explains how you uh, can check the functionality of the unit. On the front of the unit, there are a couple of LEDs that light up, um, and depending what they are doing, it will uh, you can see what status is is happening with the unit. So, if there was, for example, a failure of the um, temperature sensor, then the light would light up in a specific sequence uh, to let you know what is happening with that. Um, but that is all detailed down in the instruction leaflet. Yeah, perfect. Thank you so much, John. I think that was quite interesting. Um, okay. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for listening in on this podcast. We would greatly appreciate feedbacks and suggestions to future refrigeration topics, or if you have specific questions to this episode, please leave a comment on the Chilling with the End SoundCloud page. I look forward to hearing from you. We would also appreciate it if you would click like, share and repost to help us spread the word about Chilling with the Ants. Please feel welcome to visit us at danfoss.com and maybe sign up for some of our cool e-learning classes. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you soon for the next episode. Until then, stay cool.